Hello, welcome to She Boss Talk. I'm your host, Shantae, and I'm here with a special guest today because we have an important topic to talk about today. We're going to be talking about how to use SEO, search engine optimization, to create content that attracts and converts, right? Attracts and converts who? Your ideal clients and customers. So I'm super excited to have our special guest on today, Akila Tompkins Robinson. Welcome to the show. Hey, Shantae, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about all things SEO content and conversion, because those are the things I love to talk about the most. Yes, we're so glad to have you here. And audience, we see you all coming in. As you come in, let us know who you are, where you're hailing from, what your business is. And we also encourage you to participate, ask the questions that you have, because this is a really big topic uh, for us. We know that you all have been asking about asking for more help around marketing, social media. Uh, there's always questions about SEO. What is it? How to use it? We know that it's great that we need it. It helps us to get found, right? Helps us be more visible to the people that matter. Um, but how does it really work and how can we leverage it in our content? That's what we're really talking about. So we can help you all be more strategic with the content that you put out into the universe because there's so many places that you can put content, right? Uh, so many formats that content come in. But one of the biggest things is how do you use SEO to do it? So we're really excited to have Akili here. She is the SEO expert. That's why I brought her on today. Uh, this is the lead in for our challenge that starts next week, our five day uh, turn your content into cash uh, challenge. And I asked her, would you come in and grace us with your presence? Uh, provide us with your expertise around SEO so we can help the people start making money and get the clients uh, that they want to get, to get the results that they're trying to get so that they can achieve the goals that they're trying to achieve. So we're super excited to have you all on today. And again, as much as we can answer your questions, uh, we will. I will, we will also be posing questions to you because uh, we want to know where you are uh, with SEO, how much you know, how much you utilize. Uh, so we will be participating with you uh, during this live show. So again, uh, we have the SEO expert uh, on here today. So welcome. Well, thank you. Um, and I see we got somebody from New Jersey. So hey, yeah, hello, hello, New Jersey. We see you all out there. Awesome. We have people, we have someone in South Africa, Michigan joining in. Uh, awesome. So we have people all around the world that tune in. Uh, and so no matter where you are in the world, what type of business you are, what platform you are leveraging for your business, uh, this matters to you. You can this will be helpful for you uh, in your journey to attract and convert um, clients. Right. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. OK, so can we just start really quickly? to help um, our audience understand what exactly is SEO? Like we hear that term a lot. Um, so if you could just in sim your simplest terms, explain it to us. So we, we have that baseline first, we need to get to know what it is and why is it important? 
Yeah. So SEO is the way I, do, I explain it. So SEO, search engine optimization, is really about making your content and your site look good for the search engines. You'll hear me say Google a lot because Google is like, you know, the granddaddy, grandmommy of everybody. right? And so we lean into Google, but it's really for more than just Google. It's for Google, Yahoo, Bing, anything that has that little search box, little search icon you want to be optimized for. And so I, I describe it as looking good for search engines because that's what we, we tend to, to like go towards, the things that look nice and look pretty. But what search engines are looking at, they aren't looking at your colors, your logo. They're barely looking at your layout. What they're really looking at is your content and the way and the structure of which your site is built so that they can see your content. So when we talk about making it look good for search engines, we're not, like I said, looking at the colors. Instead, we're thinking about our audience. What is our audience looking for before they even know who we are? Very often I get people that are like, I come up number one for my name. And I'm like, well, that's nice, but how many people are searching for your name? Right. And if they are, there's probably another search. They probably already know you. You want the people who have no idea who you are, but you can help them. And so you want them to be able to find your site. And that's what SEO helps you to do. And then what we're going to talk about today isn't just going to be about the getting found part. That's super important. We want to get found. But as business owners, we also want to be able to convert them. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit this week of the whole concept of getting found and convert. And then next week in the challenge, as you mentioned, and I'm going to be digging deep into one of our strategies to how we actually write our content. So you guys want to be here for like the part one that you listen to now and the part two, which will be next week. So, um, so that's what SEO is, making making your content look good that search engines are coming to your site and sending people to your site. Okay, audience, uh, put a one in the comment. How many how many of you all want to get found in the by the search engines out there? Google and all the other search engines. If you want to be found, let me know in the comments. Put a one in the comments. If you want to be found by Google, by Yahoo, uh, Yahoo, by Bing, and any other search engine uh, that is out there, um, everybody should be putting up a one, right? We all want to be found. How else do you get people to buy your stuff? Mm -hmm. by your products and your services and your programs and attend your events if you if you are not being found right yeah. so that is super important and how many of you let me know in the comments to uh, put a two in the comments if you if you have ever asked someone okay one of your customers how did they find you right I always ask people, how did you discover me? Where did you find me? That is important data. That's important information to know. So put it to in the comments if you've ever asked your clients and customers how they found you, how or where they found you. That's important information for all of us to know how people are finding us because I don't know about you, but when I find out where people are finding us, I want to be there. I want to make sure I'm showing uh, more in that area. I want to be found more. And I love it when people tell me, oh, I found you on Google. They yep. tell me that I'm sorry, I have some good content out there that they, they didn't find me just by putting in my name. They were searching for whatever the problem that they have or the challenge that they were dealing with at the time uh, or the question that they had that they found me by putting in that, that information into the into the um into Google whatever search engine that they're using and and I came up and to me it's very exciting 
and it's telling that I'm doing the right thing, but there's more things that I can do to improve it even more. Mm -hmm. So with that said, let's talk about, okay, how then do we leverage SEO to start attracting, to create content, right? So to, uh, that attracts and converts. So we talked about um, explaining what SEO is. Before we dive deeper, let's, can we talk about what is content? Because uh, okay. I want people to be uh, really clear on these different terms and how we utilize these things in our business to attract and convert. So let's talk a little, a little bit about content and what is creating content? What does that mean? So I'm, I'm excited to get into that conversation because I know that is one of like the big gray areas for people. I'm also impressed at how many twos are in the in the chat. Let me just say that. We're going to go back to that because I got something for that. Um, but what is content? Content and for SEO, let's talk about what is content for SEO because I know like if you're working on social media, if you're working with um, TikTok, all those same places, they may refer to things as content and that's a little bit different than what we're talking about when we talk about search engines and search engine optimization. So content is the um, your blogs, your videos, your podcasts, and the searchers will see them or see them the right way. Let me say it that way, because they'll see them wherever you put them. But if you really wanted to start bringing you back traffic, they need to be on your website. So your blog, of course, is going to be on your website. But even when you think about your YouTube, like we're here on YouTube now, this video is public. YouTube in itself is a search engine. But if you really want to maximize it, you then take that and embed it onto your website as well. And you, you write a little something about it and now that becomes search engine optim search engine optimized content as well as just being a video on YouTube. Same thing for your podcast. Yes, you're going to put your podcast in Spotify, Apple, I, all the other things, right? But you also want to have them on your site so now they become content. So anything that's going to live on your site because that's what you want search engines to see and that's where you want them to send people to. So you can have which I find that a lot of people, especially if you're more advanced in your business, you have content all these places, but you don't have that good through line that brings it back to your site, which means you most likely aren't getting found for it in the search engines, at least not for those people to come back to your site. Like I know people blog on like Medium and while Medium might be fun, <laughs> it's not really good for SEO for two reasons. One, because the search engines know that people use it as a way to quickly come up on, on SEO and that they, they pretty much shut that down. So that doesn't really work anymore. But two, it doesn't lead people back to your site. So if they find a really good blog post of yours, which is amazing and they read it, they're not on your site, which means they're not getting tracked by your pixels. They're not seeing your products. They're not getting on your email list. They're pretty much just reading a good article. And that's not what we want people to do. We want people to not just find us and read, but also go to that next step. So when we talk about content, you want the things that are going to live on your site. And so I'll repeat again, either your blogs, your podcast, or your, or your videos by way of YouTube. That's awesome. I'm glad you said that because that's good news. I'm doing that. Yes. I'm doing that. Like my videos, we're on YouTube, right? We have our biggest following on YouTube and our YouTube videos are on our website and our podcast and our blog. We have all three, yes. right? We so got the system. blogs, right. blogging. And I say this a lot because I'm trying to get our audience to understand the many different ways that they can get visible, right? And build that brand awareness and brand equity, um, being able to get seen. Um, and can you speak to this as well? Because we said blogs, podcasts, videos. Is this just solely for those that have their own or does this also apply to when you are guests 
on other people's blogs, other people's podcasts, and other people's uh, videos? So um, great question. So being a guest does help you, but it helps you in a different way. So sometimes like back in the day, I used to actually like if I was on something, I would do a mini post about it. Like, hey, I was on She Boss Talk and I, you know, here's some of the things I talked about. I'd write my own unique piece of content to go with that and then bring that video over there. You don't always have to do that. Like I said, I used to do it a lot before. I don't do it as much now, but where being on someone else's site helps you with is something else, part, another part of SEO, which is backlinks, right? Mm -hmm. So in addition to looking at your content, as the searchers also look at where you're being referenced other places. And we call those backlinks. Anytime someone links from your, your, from their site to your site, that is a backlink. And I call it like the secret sauce. You think about, you know, if you got a nice meal and somebody comes and pours a good sauce on it, it makes it that much better. That's mm -hmm. what backlinks are for your SEO. So you've got your content, Google sees what you are, and now they see that other people think that you're a valuable resource too. And that gives you a boost in your SEO. So while being a guest blogger or being a guest, um, being on a guest on a podcast or anything else isn't necessarily going to add more content to your page. What it does is now add more credibility and add those backlinks that now Google can see that you're a valuable resource for them. That's awesome. I think that's the best explanation of backlinks that I've I've had because um, I don't know that I've always been clear on what backlinks are. I, mm -hmm. I've always heard how great they are, how you need them, that we have them, but I don't, I didn't, I don't, I can't say that I knew like what that meant or how they were backlinking. Like, how did this all happen? So I'm glad that you shared that with the audience because I'm sure I'm not the only one <laughs> that had those questions. Like, what is that and how does it work? Um, but, but that's really good. Now I know you said you wanted to circle back on the, the number two, uh, question that I had asked the audience. Yes. And this is probably going to get into one of your next questions is going to be, how do you get started? Right. Um, and I'm, like I said, I'm blown away and super impressed that people are saying, how did you find me? The next question I want you guys to follow up with, if you're not already doing this is what did you use to search for me? Right. And that's going to give you an idea of some of the things that people are putting into these search engines, some of the things that they're looking for, which leads them to you. So if we're talking about She Boss Talk, if somebody said, well, I'm looking at how to start a thriving YouTube and that's how I found you. Or somebody said, yes, I found you and I found you because I was looking at how to start a thriving YouTube or how to build a community or how to get grants, like all the things that you talk about. Now, when you start hearing that more and more, these are the things, those are the things you now go and do more writing about. So maybe you've already done at least one thing on how to get a grant, but now you would do another post on um, either a case study of somebody who got a grant and how they were able to secure it. Or you could do a list of good grants to look for that happen every single year. But you can go deeper into that content, which now gives people more to find, more to search and more to get into the, the funnel of your site. So that's what I wanted to bring up. Just if, if you're asking people, where did they find you and how? How did they find you? Ask them, even if they said they found you on Facebook, still ask them what they were searching for. A lot of SEO, a lot of people hear about the keywords or the technical parts of SEO, which are important, but even more important to get the right kind of traffic is to listen to your audience. If you can start answering the questions that your audience has before they even come to you with them, right? It's a little bit of, and it's not really being psychic because it's really just, you've done this for years. So, you know, you know, people are going to ask, but people feel like we're psychic, right? <laughs> because they're like, I found you. And then you're talking about exactly what I wanted, but that's because you've been studying your audience. 
audience. You know what your audience is looking for. So definitely if you've got, if you're in front of people to see how they found you, you're in front of them to see what they were looking for. And that's your first place to like start bringing in topics and then use those to get your keywords and other things. Um, some of the other tips, you want me to go into the other tips on how to find more about your clients? Yeah, you could go into other tips, but I just wanted to just circle, um, just circle back on, um, you know, what you just said. I hope audience, you are, are taking notes. Like she is dropping so many gems here around just, just for me listening to what she's saying is some new information that I can leverage. Um, what she said about studying your audience. And I've said this from like so many times and I said it like the other day, if I had been clear on my audience way back when, when I started nine years ago, I would be a lot further ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to study them. So you get to know them. What do they need? What do they want? What are they asking for? What are their pain points? Right. Um, and so that's really important to then be able to answer, like she said, those questions that they have before they even ask them. Like, so that's, I think too, that is uh, increasing uh, your level of credibility as well in whatever industry that it is and that you then become the go-to person because they're like, oh, wow. Like you said, this person already is answering the question that I have and I haven't even asked it. But that's what happens when you right, are professional, you're in your industry and you're knowledgeable about it, but putting it back out there in the form of content when answering the, the people's questions, because they will, there will always be some, someone that has the questions related to what it is that you do or the industry that you are um, working in. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, that's really the really what to me, one of the most important things I always start with looking at what is your audience? What is your audience looking for? Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to give you guys three, three tips. So if you don't already have people to talk to, because I know there's always somebody who's like, oh, anyone to talk to, or you may have people you're talking to, but you want different people, right? <laughs> you know, we love our audience until we want a new one, right? And so three places I always tell people to look. Um, one would be Amazon. Amazon, you go onto Amazon, look for books that are related to your topic and that you could almost say, I could have written this myself, right? So look for those kind of books and then read through the reviews. In the reviews, you find a lot of information about pe what people liked, what people didn't like and what's missing. All of that is content for you. What people liked, write those topics down because now you can talk about them in your own words, your own definition, your own way of saying it on, you know, on your channels. Um, what people didn't like, now you can fix it, right? You can give them the information that they thought they were going to get or that they wanted to get. And then the most important is what wasn't there. Because now if you can answer those gaps, you can fill in those holes that somebody was hoping to get out of this book. And now you can put them on your website because if they've taken the time to get a book, they're taking the time to leave comments. They're taking the time to search. I just want you guys to know that, right? They're definitely in the Google streets for those, right? The other place I tell people to go to are Facebook groups. Now, this is a little bit different because this is not about going into Facebook groups and saying, hey, what, is, what do you guys want to know about such and such? That is actually one right. of the worst ways to do this kind of research. You really want to research based on what people are saying. Like when I, I, I'm a psych minor, right? When I was getting my degree. And one of the things we learned about in research was researching people in what they call their natural, their normal habitat. 
When we're doing this kind of research, we want to look for people in their natural, normal habitat, which is chit-chatting in Facebook groups, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to go in there and look for specific ones. I always tell people, don't do like the broad everything business groups. Like if I was looking for a group, I'd look for groups that were about content, right? Or about converting content, that kind of thing, right? Something more specific. And I just want to read. I don't even say anything half the time. I just read because people are in there asking questions every single day. That literally could be your content plan, right? Just write down those those questions, the ones that you can answer. Now you make them part of your content. You can, if the group allows, circle back and say, hey, there's a post about this. But a lot of times I don't even say anything because I know if that one person was asking it out loud, there are a thousand people who are quietly searching for this in the search engine. So I use that as another source to get them. So um, Amazon reviews, going into Facebook groups. And the last one is right where we are now, which is on YouTube, or some of us are on, on, on YouTube. And very similar thing where you want to go onto YouTube, look for the videos that are similar to topics that you would be like, look around and read the comments, the things people loved, the things people didn't love the things people wish, you know, or they still have questions about. Those are now all things that you can take. And this works for just about every industry. Every industry has a book. Every industry has a group. Every industry has YouTube channels about it. Yes, yes. You can go and leverage that stuff that's already been done, those audiences that are already there to now help you get in front more of your audience and without being like spammy and going in and dropping links, places, all that. You don't need to do any of that. You just need to create the content that people are already looking for. Oh man, this is so good. So we're going to do our research, right? Yeah. We're going to do research. I, I, I like that you said this because so many people do not leverage groups appropriately and understand that it is a great tool for research, mm-hmm. right? And I think this also helps you to better be able and easier, uh, be able to plan out your content easier. Uh, and, and be able to do it strategically when you are using these uh, various methods. That's amazing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adopt the, um, the Amazon one for myself. Like I've, I've heard about like even leveraging Amazon, but not in that way. Uh, but definitely uh, Facebook groups and also uh, YouTube channels, because I do that for my own self, because there's always going to be and it goes, I think it goes back to people thinking too, okay, somebody is already doing it. Why should I do it? Right. Um, but everybody brings their own uniqueness to the table. Right. And even if there is another expert, they don't know everything. Right. Uh, and their audience may be a different audience. That may be something like you said that they left out, that they didn't mention their gap. There's a gap uh, in w- within the um, your particular area that wasn't covered. And you're like, oh, you have an aha moment. Oh, they should have talked about this, but they didn't cover this. Now, now, now I can't. And uh-huh. now you're adding that like th- this is giving you between just three platforms so much information on how to uh, plan and create content. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So plan and create content from three platforms. Amazon, let me repeat them. Amazon, right? The Amazon reviews, yep. the Facebook groups, and you don't even have to go in and say anything, right? We're not spamming nobody. We're going in, we're observing, we're scrolling. That's what we're doing. We're scrolling, oh. we're using that search bar. That's what I'm writing. Yay! <laughs> Okay, and then we're using YouTube. We're searching channels that are relevant to what to our own business and our industry, the topics that we talk about, that we care about, that are 
what audience, our customers and our clients care about mm-hmm. and want to know more about. That's amazing. Okay. Tell and us you, more. And you yeah. do like you do get away from that whole somebody already did it because you're doing the things that they didn't do. They didn't like, do. That's why we really um, focus on with this particular tip. I really focus on what I call the user generated content, which I know means a whole different thing on TikTok. But this is the user generated content or questions, because this is this is regular people who are just in need of help. And that's who you want. Right. You don't want to just do whatever the guru said. Right. You want to look for regular people who are just in need of help. And if you can do that, then you can start again, utilizing those those questions and those content, and then you can start putting them into your content, which is going to help you to get found more. Now, the second one, now this is where you get into what you normally hear with an SEO talk, right? So once you get your, your thoughts and your questions and you got some words from your people, now that's when you do your keyword research. You don't keyword research based on whatever your general topic is. Like if I went and said, I just want to come up for SEO strategies, a, that's going to be super broad and because SEO is going to be super hard, right? And it may not get the specific audience that I want, right? I Yes, I do SEO, but I specifically work with online business owners. I specifically work with thought leaders, podcasters, YouTubers, people who are creating this type of online content. So I don't just want to come up for SEO strategists. I want to come up for SEO strategists for course creators, or how do I use SEO within my course? Because that's really how somebody's going to put in a, a search in Google. They're not going to say, I need an SEO strategist for course for course creators. They're going to say, how do I use SEO to help sell my course? That's the keyword. And so understanding the language that people are using and then getting specific to the people who you want to find you is going to help you now look for keywords that are going to help you to re- refine that content. So you got the questions, Right. And in those questions, you're going to naturally start getting the language. And then the next thing is now taking that. And what we do, we have a couple of tools that I use. I'll I'll throw them out here. Um, And they are paid tools. I think one of them is a freemium kind of tool, but keyword research tools cost. I'm I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Um, But two of my favorite ones are Uber Suggest, Longtail Pro and SimRush are three of my favorite ones. And SimRush, those are some of the three that I use almost for everything. And what you do now is you take, so if I was going to do that course creator, SEO for course creators, I would take SEO for course creators or how to help course create, um, how to use SEO to sell a course. I would use either of those phrases. I would put them in these tools. And what it's going to give me is a bunch of numbers and a bunch of related topics, right? This is going to now further expand how you are the type of things you can talk about. We have something I talk about in my book and talk about it on my podcast everywhere called the race method. And it's literally running a race because every keyword is a race, right? There are millions of keywords out there. Mm-hmm. When I when people come to me and are like, I want to be number one, my next question is always number one for what? Right? <laughs> Because there's just so many things that you can be out there for, and you can be out there for more than one thing, right? So, uh, you know, we we, um, do the analogy of of, uh, the Olympics, right? In the Olympics, you can run the hurdles, you can run the four by four, you can run the, um, you could do the javelin thing, you could do all kinds of stuff. I'm not a sports girl, guys. (laughs) But you could do all kinds of events in the Olympics and rack up on the medals. Think of that the same way when it comes to your SEO and comes to your keywords. Mm. You don't have to and you don't want to just go after one keyword. You want to find, I, I like to start with at least five, start with at least five good keywords and now start working on getting rankings in those five areas. And once you get rankings in those, guess what? 
you do five more, right? So by the end of the day, you're now racking up all of these different medals because every keyword is going to bring you some traffic. Um, so that's a little bit of how you start thinking about what keywords to get. And that's what the R in our um, race method is to round everything up, get everything together, which ones you want. And then you start doing the analysis of them all. And so that analysis, those numbers I talked about, those tools are going to give you numbers. One number is going to show you the volume, how many people on average are searching for this. The other number is going to show you what they call the keyword competitiveness, right? Or if you're an Uber suggestion, they call it the, it's SD. So there's a, either KC, SD, you'll see, you'll see. You know what I'm talking about, right? And what that generally is, is on a one to 100 scale, how competitive is this keyword? A lot of people go for, I want to get the one that's got 10,000 hits and they ignore how competitive it is. And what you wind up doing is spending a lot of time going after a race. It's, it's almost like running in the Olympics if you're not a, not a sports girl like me, right? So you want to not just choose the keyword. You also want to now use these numbers to help you choose what are the right ones that I can potentially go for. For most of us on here, it's probably going to be longer keywords. Like if you guys, the example I was giving you about the SEO for course creators, that's a little longer, right? So it's probably going to be a longer, what we call long tail keywords, so about three to five words, right? And it's going to be specific. And specific isn't bad, right? Because specific is generally where the searcher, where the shoppers are, right? When you're shopping, when I'm shopping like something for my home, if I just say new lawn furniture, I'm probably still in the looking phase, right? Looking around for new lawn furniture, looking for ideas. This is cute, right? But when I say I want an outdoor lawn sectional, guess what? I'm probably two seconds of pulling out my wallet, right? I just need the, to, to find the right one. So you want to get in those specific searches. They're not a bad thing. They're actually a really good thing because those are the searches that are going to really bring you the more of the people that you want. So that's the next thing we do in the, the race method is the A, we do the analysis and looking at those, looking at the words that we chose, start looking at the numbers that go with them, the data is in everything, right? So I'm going to pause before I tell you guys about the C and the E because I see you, it looks like you have a question, Shante. So I'm going to no, I don't, I don't have a question. I'm just looking at the, I'm taking notes. I'm okay. always taking notes. Like I, I um, ask my audience to take notes. I'm taking notes myself um, because this is such good information. Um, and I'm just looking at what the people are saying out here. They're taking notes. Um, they're doing their market research, how important market research um, is. Um, but this is really good information. Like I was focusing on the race race method. Uh, this is a method, a method that works, right? So when we've been doing everything that we can do and we're struggling and it's not working, what do we want to do? We get with the experts. That's why she Akila is here to show you methods that actually work. And I'm, I mean, this is really the first time that I'm actually hearing um, a breakdown like this um that if that makes real sense like i can actually go uh, after this video and start putting these things into uh into um uh, into work i can start implementing um a lot of these things so thank you so much so we could go right into the next all right oh i see a question about ai we will we'll definitely talk about we'll that on ai 
So, um, so let me do the C and the E and then we'll get into that question. So the okay. C for the race method is connecting and the C and the E are specifically for entrepreneurs. That's why I developed the race method because so many times you see how to do keyword research and they're talking at it, talking about it from an, from an SEO standpoint, like I know how to get you traffic, right? But we want to get you the right traffic. And so for entrepreneurs, I feel like we need to take a little, some additional steps. So the C is the connecting, right? Too often, we get keywords that do not connect to the things that we sell. Not connect to our business. Be very clear. Not connect to our business, but the things that we sell. Because you could be like, I'm an SEO strategist. I mostly do digital products. So if I'm going to come up for people who just want done for you service, then that doesn't match, right? You guys see that disconnect there. So I want to make sure that I'm not looking at keywords. It's like, you know, Who's going to, how long does it take? Or who's going to do my SEO? Um, who can I hire? What kind of person should I get on the team? Because some of those things aren't the things that I offer. I want to make sure I'm looking for people who are like, you know, what are the best books on SEO? What are, is there a membership on SEO? Can I learn to do SEO on my own with some help? Because that's what I specifically do in my business. So the C is the connection. And what I usually do is, you know, and it's um, the way we have it in the book, you'll see it's like a little funnel, right? All the things go on the top. And then as we whittle down, we take them out. So I'll have a big list and I'll get the good numbers. And so some will get out because I won't have good numbers. And then next I'll look and say, okay, how does this connect to the things I want to sell and the things I want to sell right now, right? When my um, group, we do these quarterly, right? We do a quarterly content planning where we focus on what are the things that you're selling right now for this quarter, right? Not forever, but for right now, right? So um, so we, we go through. So some of those words might be like, yeah, I'm not selling that right now. That's not my thing. So let me take that off the list. And then it whittles down to the E. The E is for engagement. Don't wait until you put it on your site in order to start using the words that you found. Once you find them, they're yours, right? And once you find them, your people should start to resonate with them. So I'm going to now start putting those, whatever my E words are, like when I, whenever I get down my, well, my C words, I'm going to take those C words and put them on quote cards that are going to go on Instagram. I'm going to, I've been TikToking a lot lately. Um, so that's like, that's my new bay is TikTok, but I'm going to do some videos on TikTok. I'm going to do different things to start putting those words out there and paying attention to, is my audience resonating with this? Are they like, yeah, this is good. Or are they like, what are you talking about? Right? Because if they're not resonating with, with them, maybe the numbers were for somebody else. Like I said, they lied, but maybe they were for somebody else, right? I still need to connect with my people. So if they're completely confused about it all, then then that's not the word for me. So that'll bring it off the list too, right? So I kind of do, personally, I do the engagement and the creating part of writing out writing out blog posts and writing out things for it. I kind of do those at the same time because, and I don't normally pull a blog post. Like if it's a word out there that's not the best one for me, I just let it live. It just tells me don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> don't focus on that keyword anymore. And then I'll go on to the next ones. But you want to start using them in your everyday social, just because that's the quicker connection and that's your already established audience. And so you want to start seeing how they're going to resonate with that. So that is the E part to the race method. You guys see why I kind of pause in the middle because the first one are standard kind of how you do keyword research. The second two are how we do it for entrepreneurs, which is very important for what we're doing and what we're talking about. Okay. Recap really quickly, race, what and what it stands for, the R-A. Oh, 
the R is the roundup, getting all the keywords out there, all the research that you're doing, all that stuff together. The A is the anal the analysis, so we call it analyze, where you start looking at using one of these tools that I mentioned, looking at the two very important numbers, which is the volume and the competitiveness, right? Do not just go for volume. That's, I can't say that enough, right? You've got nothing else from this. Don't just go for volume. One of the reasons, because I know somebody's always asking why we don't use Keyword Planner. A, it's a whole messy dated tool at this point right now anyway, but it only ever gave you volume. The competitiveness is so, so important. So you're not winding up going out and going after keywords that are just going to be way too competitive and it's going to take you way too long to get any traction. I'd rather if you get a, a hundred traction on small keywords because they're easy wins and then go after one and maybe get traction off of that, right? So you want, you know, you kind of want to uh, buffer that there, right? And then the C is for connecting, connecting it to your actual content, your actual what you're going to sell so that you're not just talking about things that don't lead to your products. And then the E is to engage. And so that's starting to use it in whatever form that you engage with your audience. So whether you're, you're posting on Facebook, person on IG, sending out emails, start using it, like make that part of the language and part of the content that you start sharing out other places as well. Awesome. Now we have a question and I have a question. So um, Janine, Jean, let me put her question up here. Would you use AI to help with this? I've been getting, uh, we've been seeing a lot of questions regarding AI uh, recently. Yeah. So, so let's talk about it. Right. And I, I have a tool a disclaimer that has some AI in it um, and the way, and I'll explain why it's some and why I would not for this particular research, I would not use, I would not use AI for this. Um, one of the reasons, because most, most tools at this point are using one source, which is from open AI. Um, that source is backdated about a year. They're getting a little bit better, but it's about a year dated information. So when you're talking about those volume and those competitive numbers, those numbers are going to be off because if it's looking at last year or the year before last, keywords that were popular then may not be popular now or vice versa, right? Names that were talked about then aren't talk, weren't talked about now or again, vice versa. So that's one. Two, when you're talking about the competitiveness, if someone else already did a whole bunch of blog posts and got really good rankings for a keyword and you're looking at numbers that are a year or two old, you're going to have a problem, right? You're going to be pretty much going down a trail that's already been paved, right? We want you to find some of those new places that people have not paved enough, right? And so that's one of the main reasons why I would not use AI at this moment. Not saying forever, but at this moment. Also, the three sources that I gave, that I just mentioned, all three of those tools predate AI. I'm sure they got a little bit of AI in them. Everybody does. Um, but they predate AI and they have specific connections with different Google APIs to see the information that's coming in so that they can make these assessments to give us these numbers. So for right now, for especially for keyword research, I'm going to say go with the tried and true, mostly because of the fact that it's dated. Um, also, that you don't really have good checks and balances in AI, especially if you're using ChatGPT, uh, which I'm not a ChatGPT hater. It just has its uses. The same one. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so like with that, you don't know they're giving you information, but they're not giving you the source yet. I know they're working on it. Right. They're not giving you the source. So you don't actually you can't go and validate what you just learned. 
I've been using all these tools forever, it seems. Um, but I I often go and check like one tool to the next. Are your numbers around the same thing? Because that tells me you're right, like you're doing the right thing. I've done that same check with ChatGPT and their numbers were completely way off. I actually took one of the things out of my tool because the numbers just did not add up. So those are some of the reasons why at this moment I would not use ChatGPT or, um, or any AI for just the keyword research. What I do use it for, so the flip side, there's some good stuff. What I do use it for is once I have the content written, I have it help me find other keywords that are in the content. I might write something based on one keyword, but there could be five others in there that I might need to go deeper into. I'll use it to help me get subtopics. I've written this or I want to write about this. What are some subtopics that would go with it? So I'll use it to help me get more refined content. And then in some cases, you can use it to even help you create the content. I now know I want to talk about this. I want to get this audience. I want to sell them this product at the end because, you know, we're entrepreneurs at the end of the day, right? So um, everything I do leads back to we got to make sure we get paid for this, right? So um, so that's that's another way you can use AI. So there are some uses for AI, but like I said, keyword research is not one of them, but there are some other things that can help you move further along the SEO. Yeah. And we'll have to have you come back on. And even more than that, we want to just remind uh, everyone that we have a five-day content challenge coming up. Uh, starting Monday next week, which is the turn your content into cash. Okay. And so we could speak more on this because we actually, we're ha we have a workbook that goes along uh, with the challenge and we, where we um, talk about AI and, um, you know, using AI to actually help you to create content uh, as well. Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of discussion and debating about uh, AI and you and using it with creating content. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm here for it because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like technology is uh, forever changing. It's always changing. And so you need to know what's happening. And so that's why we're on here. So for a lot of people, this is new. Probably they, this is the first time. Let me know in the comments if this is the first time you've ever heard of AI, right? Or uh, what is it? Chat, chat uh, GPT? I know yeah. I've heard it recently. Yeah. <laughs> So for a lot of a lot of us, th this, these are new terms. We get familiar with them. These are uh, things that are really going to be uh, helpful yeah. for you in your business. So, um, okay. So we are getting close, man. This this yeah. a lot of in a short amount of time. But I just want to focus um, hone in on the attracting and converting piece. Okay. So we talked about like the methods that you use. These are really good. Again, a, the race method is really good uh, for us to be able to use, but let's delve a lot, a, a bit deeper into actually attracting and converting. Mm -hmm. okay? So what that, what that means, attracting and converting, what are we trying to attract and what are we converting them to? So you want to, of course, attract the audience that's searching for it. And not just you, like I kind of mentioned, but searching for the things that you would sell them at the end. That's kind of one of the most important conversion strategies. Like, are you even bringing in the right people, right? And then, so that's the attraction piece. And then the conversion piece, which we're going to go really deep into the search to buy journey next week. So definitely make sure you guys sign up for the challenge, right? Because we're going to go deeper into that search to buy journey. Because once you get them there, right, we, we already kind of start the conversion 
happen by making sure we got the right people, making sure we've got the things that people are looking for and we're sharing the information that's going to help move them to actually wanting to buy or wanting to sign up, whatever it is. I call it the matrix of your business. You want to get everybody into the matrix of your business. So they're like stuck in your little world, right? So that's what the, um, that's what we're going to talk about a lot more with the search to buy journey, which is how you would craft that content. Now, what are you going to write? What are you going to say? What are some triggers? There's some very specific um, trigger activation steps that you can say and do that help people get closer to buying by the end of reading your content. One thing I like to tell people all the time and no shade to my mommy bloggers is that we're not mommy bloggers, right? We are blogging for our businesses. We are blogging to get that, get somebody to actually to sell and make, make that purchase at the end of the day. And yeah. so what we won't always want to be very careful with our content is that we're not just spewing information, especially if you're somebody, I mean, you guys probably got in these last 30, 40 minutes. I know a lot of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and I talk a lot, right? So if you're like me, right? And you know a lot of stuff and you talk a lot, you run that risk of just talking, right? Just talking and sharing and giving away the kitchen sink, right? Without even thinking of what are the things that you actually want to sell at the end of the day. And then sometimes you struggle with why why aren't the things selling? Like I'm getting traffic, but why aren't they selling? And often it's because you aren't doing enough conversion strategies within your content in order to help them to, to make that purchase, right? Or get them into the matrix of your business. Because it may not be a purchase. It may just be, it may be get them onto your list, get them into your challenge, get them into whatever your next thing is. But you should have what we call the search to buy journey. You should have that full journey of these are the things I need to bring in the right people. These are the things I need to say to those people to help them know that I'm the person for them and bringing them into, these are the things that are going to lead them to the next step in my business. Isn't part of that just ask, asking, making the ask? Some of it's making the ask, but when I, I find when you're writing content, because if you're thinking of somebody who's searching, they don't know you. Mm-hmm. So making the ask is like showing up on somebody's door and selling them a vacuum cleaner, like back in the day they used to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know this person, you may or may not know the brand. So it very quickly in, you know, a thousand words or less, you have to be able to build some trust and to convert. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's, yes, you want to ask. We do talk about the CTA at the end, but there's little things you should do throughout the post to build that no like, and trust that makes them want to That's say it. That's it. Say, can you say it again, please? To build that no like, and trust. Yeah. No like, and trust. We talk about it all the time. That's the purpose of your content. That's one of the, the one of the purposes of your content is to build that no like, and trust factor. Absolutely. That is going to lead them to buy, right? So they're not, people make cold buys, but rarely is it because you, you just ask them and then they buy right then. Right? We also talk about how many touches it takes for somebody, someone to experience you before they actually make a decision to buy, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're actually nurturing the relationship by putting out the content, Absolutely. Right? but doing it strategically, right? So you're building again, that no like and trust factor. I'm glad that came up because it was on, it was on my mind. I was getting ready to say it and you said it. So I wanted to remind the people the no like and trust factor is so 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 important. Like you and you know, there's ways to do it. There's even ways to speed it up some. But if you go in with just the sell sell sell, you're probably gonna have more struggle with getting that no like and trust factor. So when we talk about the search to buy, we talk about that content that converts. It's the thing that's gonna help people get from I don't know you to I'm ready to give you my information. 
right? That's what you need them to do. I'm ready to give you a credit card too, right? That's what you need them to do. So we talk about that content that's going to get them to that point. Yeah, because I think that's where a lot of people are stuck at because that's all they do is they ask people to buy, 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 Mm -hmm. right? They're dropping their links, right? To the point of spamming. And then they're like, well, I don't understand. I'm posting and nobody's buying my stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what I say to people is, well, I ask people to take a look at your your content and what you're posting, where you are like on social media. And you're like, would you buy it? If someone approached you like you're approaching other people and the most the time is no, they yeah. would, right? So why are we doing things that would not be appealing to us and think that it would be appealing to other people? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. When I start a common misconception, a common misconception that that is part of this whole conversation is that because someone follows me, that they're my customer or that they're ready to be my customer. Like, why do they follow me if they aren't? I see it all the time, like the whole email. I know we're not talking about email, but the whole email yeah, yeah. of, you know, people could just get off my list if they don't want to see, see me sell to them. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's not necessarily, they, they may have interest. They're just not there yet. Yeah. Right? And so the question really should be, how do I get them there? What more can I do to get them there? As opposed to just do away with them because they're not buying from you. Everyone, I mean, think about how many times you go into a store. I'm a shopper, as y'all can tell. I don't know sports, but I know them all, right? But think about how many times you go into a store and you walk around and you leave out. That doesn't mean you didn't need anything. That doesn't mean you're never going to come back to that store again. You actually made probably made mental notes of I'm going to buy that next time or when the summer hits, I'm going to get this. Like you've made notes of what to buy. What if that store was like, oh, you didn't buy, you can't come back. Right. Or even worse, they put up signs like if you're not a buyer, you just can't come and peruse. Right. One of the things we do with content and with SEO is we give people things to peruse. We give thing, people things to to start to like us more, follow us more, do things with us more. We give them things to say, hey, you can come back for this in our store, that in our store. We kind of start to build that relationship because not everyone's going to be a come in and buy. Right. Most people aren't going to be a coming and buy. And I see it all the time. People are leaving so much money on the table because they disregard people if they don't buy it immediately, right? And mm-hmm. so this is going to help us not be that come and buy, <laughs> coming and buy kind of business. It's going to help us nurture people at both ends. Yes, you got your coming and buyers, but sometimes you got those researchers put it on their list coming back later for more. You're going to give them a little bit of everything. I like that. I like that. That is such good information. So do, do you plan to, do you have your um, SEO uh, workbook with you? I do have it in my office. <laughs> I probably should. Okay, I don't. Okay, I that's okay. That's okay. So I'm going to grab it. Give me one. one okay, second. so she's going to grab it. So while she's grabbing her SEO workbook, because I think that this would be very uh, beneficial um, to... Uh, the entrepreneurs and business owners in our community. Uh, what I want to do is give away two of her workbooks. Okay. But you have to show us that you have been listening. So we're going to have you, um, I'm going to uh, ask you some questions and whoever gets the answer right, the first person to get the answers right are going to get two of her books. So uh, while while you were away getting the book, you <laughs> see it a little bit, SEO, my workbook. This lady is an SEO expert. You definitely want to have her workbook. So we're it's also in the link in the description, but I'm going to be giving away two of them. So I'll be checking to see how well you uh, were listening today. Okay. 
But I'm going to offer you the opportunity. Do you want to ask a question just based on what we talked about to see who's paying attention? I'm okay. Let's ask the C. We get to ask what's the C. So we'll both ask one, right? What's the C in the race method? Since we spent a lot of time on that. Okay, so that's the question. What in the race method? What is the C? What does the C stand for? What is that? Oh, I see. The race method. Race method. LB on YouTube. LB on YouTube. Is that right? Yes, it is connection. Yes. <laughs> A connection. You are right. LB, please email me or email us at hello at shebosstalk.com because I can't message you on YouTube. So you have to message me uh, and just let uh, notate that you were watching this video today and you answered the question correctly. So that's connection. The question that I want to ask to see if you all were paying attention is that um, when she was going over the race method, we mentioned two, I'm sorry, we mentioned three platforms that you use for your research. What were those three platforms? Three platforms, three Three thing, three platforms we noted that you need to use when you're doing your research, and how to research, how to do research on those three platforms. What were the three platforms? The first, the first person that answered that question uh, will get the second uh, of her workbook. So there were three platforms, and we mentioned we mentioned it quite a few times, right? Because you mentioned it, and I went over it again. If you can answer that, then uh, you will win. Okay, so we have uh, LinkedIn. Okay, Jean. All right, so you can shoot me a message on LinkedIn, and I will get make sure that you get access to the book. Shout out to Jean. Okay, shout out to LB uh, for paying attention during this live uh, video. Um, so again, you'll see across the, the screen uh, information regarding the five-day challenge, turning your content into cash. This right here, if you only saw this video, this is good. Save this. Um, be sure to share it out with someone you know. If there's other business owners you know that need this information, please share it out. One small gesture can make an impact. There's people that are wondering, you know, they're struggling with their content. They're struggling with their marketing. They're wanting to know more about SEO. Um, and they want to know about how, how, what do they need to do to take their business to the next level, to sell more of the products and services that they have. And when we talk about content and SEO, uh, I want to go back because you have to have something to sell. So make sure that you do have something to sell, right? It's that, important, yes. That's, that's important. I mean, but I have to say it because I, I talk to people and they're not selling anything, right? Uh, it's not enough to have a business and you have not taken it upon yourself to uh, uh, to determine what it is you're actually going to sell and who, you're, who are you selling it to, okay? So then once you have that, we can tell you how to craft, how to strategically craft your content uh, in a way that is going to get you more buyers, that's going to help you attract and convert uh, your audience, your community into paying customers. 
Okay. Um, and so the challenge is Monday through Friday of next week. Come ready to work. It is held exclusively in our SheBoss Tribe membership community on Facebook. So no matter what level you sign up for, once you're in the Facebook community, you can participate. Okay. But again, be ready to work. And then Akila will be our guest um, expert on Wednesday, on May 17th. And she's again going to be delving more into SEO. And what, what's the title? And it's great. Taking sorry us from google to the cart i love that yeah so right. that's yeah, the the buyer's buyer's journey. Journey. my journey yes the so search my journey. taking them from your content to the cart to the cart i love it i love it the cart where they buy right so so we're looking forward to meeting you all in there i'm super excited about this because con this is our jam this is what we love marketing content telling, sharing stories, all of this stuff uh, is really what helps us uh, be as successful as we are. And we know how important content is. There's a lot of money in content right now, content creation, and it's only going to get uh, bigger and better across all of these platforms. So uh, just accept the fact that you are a content creator. Uh, and then once you accept the fi fact, you get in the mindset, then you can operate in it. Okay. So we're going to help you do it. This is the time. We don't have to wait until uh, next year uh, when we can just implement the strategies now and start getting the clients that we want. Right. Um, there's no sense of delaying or procrastinating, drawing this out. We're, this is the year of financial freedom. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we're giving you the tools. We're giving you the resources. We get connecting you to the experts um, that you need in order to make it happen for yourself. So meet us in the tribe, go to www.shebosstribe.com or you could go to shebosstalk.com uh, and get the information there. Akila, before we close out, let us know what, what any last words you have and what you have going on and where people can connect with you. So uh, you can connect with me um, on all the platforms. I'm Girl Get Visible. I don't know if I said my brand name. My brand name is Girl Get Visible. <laughs> Um, yeah, so girl get visible on all of the platforms. Like I said, I've been TikToking a lot, so head on over to to TikTok. You'll see me there. Um, and so some of the next things I have coming up, coming up, I will be next week talking to you guys about the search in the search to buy journey and talking to you about how to craft that content that's going to get people to your cart. And then um, I have a summit coming up the following week, so we got a lot of content for you guys. This yeah. one isn't necessarily about SEO; it's really more about building your authority and monetizing that authority. So I'm going to have a lot of amazing speakers, including Shante on there to talk about how to, you know, you know, all this great stuff. And as Shante said, you need a product. So we're going to be talking about different ways to take your, take your knowledge, take what you know, and turn it into a product and monetize. So we're going to talk about authority, traffic and monetization. Um, so that's, those are the two next things that I have coming up. And uh, you guys can also check out my software company. I think it was on the thing when it came up at seoassist.com, but just follow Girl Get Visible and you'll see all this stuff there. Yes. Girl Get Visible. All yes. right. That's what we that's what we're about. So we will also make sure her information is dropped in the comments as well, as well as those three uh, AI tool, those uh, tools that you're talking, the keyword tools. Yes. The keyword. Now, let's make sure we get those uh, to them also, because uh, that's very important. Very good uh, tools to be able to use uh, for your keyword mm -hmm. uh, uh, strategy. 
So thank you all so much for tuning in. Akila, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your wisdom. It was amazing. I know I will be going back to rewatch re this uh, so that I can implement uh, some of the strategies that you gave here today. So we appreciate you and we will see you uh, inside the tribe on uh, next week. So thank you as always. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys.